Smartcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Six surefire strategies to make you more persuasive in sales. Hi, and welcome to Sales is Easy channel. This is a place we try to simplify and demystify the whole sales process and help you with learning the formula to overcome setbacks and make sales easy. When done by skilled professional, sales can be really, really easy. The only trick is you need to dedicate time, effort, and learn the stuff. Anyway, my name is Alan, Alan Meyer. I'm a sales expert with over 30 years of sales experience, 15 years of uh, conducting sales training globally, all six continents. Uh, I was lucky to visit and train people in 42 different countries from different, different states and different, different levels of experience, but mostly people with five or 10 or even more years of sales experience. And we talk a lot about uh, resilience, mental toughness in sales. And I wish there is more training about it to cover it, to, to train salespeople when they are young, to, to really learn how to be more persistent and how to, to actually develop their resilience and uh, the yes, I can attitude and developing the growth mindset and more importantly, to be more persuasive. I have another video. I think it got 50,000 uh, readings and views on LinkedIn in the first, first day. It was about the difference between persuasion and manipulation. Just to summarize quickly before we jump into the podcast, persuasion is when you think about other people, how you can help them and creating win-win surrounding, win-win mentality. Manipulation is when you manipulate somebody to buy something they never need or you just get your quota, your goals. It's win-loss and you don't care. So it's all about your intention in sales. So persuasion is not the bad Word. I'm saying this because there was one guy in one of my trainings that was actually in uh, South America said, I don't want to persuade anybody to do anything. No, persuasion is just uh, try to actually understand the position, ask questions about the challenges and worries and issues and pain points, and then give them your point of view, walk in their shoes, but give them your point of view and persuade them, show them that you really care and that you have a solution for them. Nothing wrong with that. So, Today's podcast is all about six surefire strategies to make you more persuasive in sales. The question is, how can some people be so persuasive while others can't seem to convince anyone to do anything, even your colleague to bring your coffee? <laughs> Persuasion is part art and part science. We can all agree on that. And some salespeople are born with the charisma that the rest of us lack. But anyone... And I really, literally mean anyone. I become more persuasive than I ever thought I could be. And I was really shy, introverted kid. So anyone can become more persuasive with the right approach. Anyone that can read or write can influence others effectively. If you have ears, if you can listen to me, well, guess what? You can improve your skills and you can actually influence other people 
to continue conversation with you, to engage in dialogue in the sales arena, to continue conversation, to, to allow you time to, the, to show them the solution for them and show how this helps them. My firm belief is that uh, uh, job definition, the sales job definition should include words like helping others reach their goals. Because when you help your customers to reach their goals, they are happy. They're going to, to talk with you. They're going to raise their hand. Alan, can you help me further? Or do you have any piece of advice? They'll trust you. And that's what we want to develop, a relationship filled by trust that you are there to help them reaching their goals. If you are faking it, people will feel it. They feel it deep down inside and they will you know, not continue conversation with you. So what would it mean to your professional and your personal life if you could reliably influence others? Think about, guys, if you can influence your wife to finally listen to, you, to her, your ideas. <laughs> Good luck with that, right? So few skills are as wide-ranging in their benefits. But persuade others to your way of thinking. It takes, their, here are the strategies, right? So first one is create a connection with those you wish to influence. Whether you're trying to influence one person or maybe a team, right? It's important to create rapport. The level of trust and connection you can establish will directly affect your ability to influence others, influence your customers. You know that this is an important, the crucial first step. But of course, let me just remind you, there are many ways to establish connection with other person. Show what you have in common. Try to mirror their body language. Be honest and genuine. And most important in my mind is show others that you can be trusted, that you actually listen to them. One strategy that I'm always using when I go for a second or third or tenth meeting is this. I'm always, in the first two minutes, I'm saying, you told us in a previous meeting this, this, and that. Right? And I wanted to start nodding. When they start nodding, it's a small yeses. Yes. First, they confirm you hear us well. You understand our worries and challenges and pain points and desires and, and opportunities, whatever it is. And then they are confirming finally somebody who is not ego focused just on him, his solution, his program, his training, his services, doesn't matter what we're selling, right? It's all about uh, 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 showing customers that you are listening to them and that you can be trusted. Next point, next strategy to make you more persuasive is be convincing. You might feel small and insecure. We've all been there, right? Especially if you are in the second year of sales career and you're talking to a guy who's running the half of the Europe and he's a main buyer to, to buy heavy equipment. That was my experience meeting the guy in Holland that was in a big trade show in Munich and he wanted to hear about the ditch trencher that I was selling. And I felt so small, but he actually listened to me because I was talking about what's in it for him, what I discovered on the field, what the guys were telling, what's missing for, from the current machines. So, you know what? You may feel small, insecure, but presenting yourself that way, with not, it, will, it will not convince anyone that you're worth listening. So there are several ways we show a lack of conviction, such as body language and maybe some words like, you know, I think, probably, maybe, and possibly, and, uh, you know, no eye contact. Guess what? When you have two minutes, stand tall. Look the other person in the eye. They're just human beings. And present your opinion like it's an obvious fact. And your confidence is a key. Give them facts. Tell them what's in it for them, right? You know the old story. Features tell, but benefits sell. So tell them what's in it for them and ask, you know, how is this relevant to their situation? Did I touch the most important point? That's it. 
nothing. There's no magic or voodoo needed. Just present your opinion and talk to your customers. Here's the fact and here's what's in it for you. People will listen. If it's if it's short and sweet, people will listen. If you talk in a long sentences and maybe should we, could we, you know, whole trinity of regrets and stuff like that doesn't bring anything. You know, the elevator pitch, it's it's overrated, but still, when you have a chance to, to present something, give them what's in it for them, right? And that's all. People will listen. They will not listen how great your product is, how many awards you won. Doesn't doesn't matter. They don't care. Next point, next strategy is use reciprocity to your advantage. Old school, but still it's working. Studies show that you are much like much more likely to return a favor after someone does something for you. And it's a stupid thing. That's why the people that knock on your door try to sell you a vinyl siding, they give you a pen or magnet or anything. They know you'll be more likely to purchase from them. Of course, if you're in a B2B selling arena, <laughs> I'm not saying that that's that's enough. But Think about this. Do something for the person you're trying to persuade, for the other person. It can be something simple. Take them out for a lunch. Drive them to the airport. Let them, you know, like uh, let them vent out even if they need it. Anything. But do something for them before you attempt to persuade them. It's such a simple thing. Like hold the door for them. If you, it's a little thing. Just show that you are a caring person. And your odds of success will go up dramatically. I know there's a simple strategy. Think of better strategies, but do something for the other side. Give them something, something of value. Case study that they did not expect to receive. That's something better, right? Or a special report or link to a page where they do uh, independent evaluation of technology you are representing. Anything. Give them something to get. Fourth surefire strategy is this. Consider their interests. <laughs> that's an easy one, right? Even the most noble of people wonder what's in it for them. What I mentioned earlier when you said be convincing. Make it clear what they were receiving out of the deal, right? Well, of course, your neighbor might not want to sign off on your idea of building a fence between your properties, but uh, he might change his mind if you show him the benefits he'll enjoy. For example, balls will not go from my kids, will not go anymore to his yard, right? Or etc. 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 But uh, with your uh, with your uh, uh, customers, uh, think about it. What can you do and how can you show them what's in it for them? If you can include third-party stories where you actually, you and tons of your customers are on the one side trying to help your customers, right? Use quotes from satisfied customers. You can use the sentences like, you know, uh, the, our best customers, they were not willing to, to go to the next stage. Uh, when we approach them, but when we show them how we actually help them with ROI, getting bigger market share, this, this, and that, then they become our best clients. So it's all about uh, uh, talking in terms of what's in it for other people. So when your sentences start with me, I, my company, my product, my service, it's still on a, on a feature side. If you want to cross the threshold, talk about them, then it's what it means for you. You will be able to, this, to do this. You will save money. You will make money. You get grow market share. You stop bleeding and Whatever it is, it's about them. People will then, and only then they will listen. Remember, they have one antenna on top of their head. It's called YIFM. What's in it? WIIFM. What's in it for me? So think about this all the time. Next one is be a good listener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard this. Uh, many salespeople told me, Alan, I'm a great listener. But when you do the role play, when you actually uh, check them on the phone, yeah, they they love to hear themselves talking. <laughs> good for them, right? 
But listen to this part. Other party matters a lot. Your customers are important. We tend to only consider ourselves when we're trying to be influential. But this is a great mistake. You don't need to only talk. You need to listen actively. Open your ears, close your mouth. Simple as that. Just cover your mouth. Don't talk for 30 seconds. It's You have to actually do nothing to be successful in sales. Sometimes we have to do nothing. That includes us not talking. So when you understand the needs of your customers, you will know how to influence them. You understand the worries and challenges they have, even personal engagement. And you can even ask them something on a little more on a personal side. How this influences you, your team, your personal growth, your personal development in a company, your ideas, your anything. And then listen. People will tell you everything you need to know if you listen to them. Just listen to other people. And last point I would like to make is establish yourself as an authority, as an expert. Well, if you, wrote, if you spend time with Dalai Lama and wrote three books on meditation, of course, your opinions on meditation are more likely to be respected. But dressing in a suit would convey authority in the right setting. So think about your clothes as well, right? But also, if you are not seen as a vendor, but as an expert, that's a totally different ballpark. Basically, you send a message to your customer, I can help you. I have ideas, suggestions, expertise, knowledge that can help you in your situation. Been there, done that, I can help you for sure. People will people don't like to speak with salespeople, but they love to talk to experts. And guess what? You don't need to know everything about everything. You need to know maybe 15, 20% more than your customer. That's already enough. If you know 50% more, you're golden. So don't overthink it. Learn what you need to learn about the industry, about their positioning, about the market, how it's changing, about the competitors, and start talking with your clients and start talking as an expert or bring other experts who are not just a subject matter experts, maybe technical guys who can help you with confirming certain things. But this is how you influence people. When you are authority, when you're expert, everybody likes to listen to experts. That's your chance. So remember this to finalize this podcast. Persuasion in sales is a highly researched field. There are numerous resources if you wish to learn more. Uh, I had podcasts and one of the early podcasts was 11 ways. That was in March. 11 ways to learn the art of persuasion in sales. Go and find that, uh, that podcast. There are many, many good podcasts and books out there. So use the resources and uh, you want to actually develop your ability better to influence other people because it's useful both in and outside of your work. So invest some time in practicing this valuable skill. You'll be definitely glad you did that. Trust me on that one. If I knew that 30 years ago, oh my goodness, like, I don't know, the sky would be the limit for me, right? I'm not complaining, but still, I would be faster reaching my goals, much, much faster. Anyway, saying that, thank you so much for listening and uh, please subscribe to this podcast. I would like to hear your opinion. What do you do today? What is your winning strategy to, to actually persuade your customers better? Or which one of these six points it talks to you directly? Which one would you like to implement on your next call, on your next meeting? I would really love to hear from you. So please feel free to reach out anytime and ask questions. I can feature them on the next uh, podcast if, if, if it's a decent question, right? Anyway, saying that, uh, thank you for listening. This is Alan Meyer for Sales is Easy podcast and happy selling. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. 
I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on ElectroCast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. ElectroCast. Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Electric acid. Electric acid.